Sweet. All right. Bob Vance, everybody. Vance Refrigeration. Rob Schaefer, the legend. Ready? Here, I got to do this. I got to give you an intro. Can you hear that? You like that? Did you hear that? I played some music. Works every time. I love that song. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, yeah. I had I had to give you an intro, man. So thanks for uh, stopping by. Uh, huge fan, and you got the whole gear behind you too. You're ready to go. Um, this is my uh, this is my Bob Vance Vance Refrigeration Studio. I shoot a lot of fan videos for Cameo.com, and I do you know weddings and birthdays and breakups and everything. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I, I've seen a few of those. You're doing awesome with them. So I love it, man. I love it. Now we got you on the podcast, so we're, we're ready to go. Um, okay. So, uh, Rob, maybe talk to us about, you know, how did you, were you, when did you know you wanted to pursue a career in acting? Maybe talk about that. Well, I, uh, I met a, an actress, and uh, we started uh, – living together and I started going to her sets and and uh, subsequently I went to school for three years with the best teacher in LA and learned how to act so uh, my uh, it, I was I didn't start till I was 23 years old I, I was a late late comer to it I never had a thought about it um, ever in my life until I met this actress and uh, the rest is uh, history I you know I thank her and I curse her yeah, no, hey, it, it's worked for you, man. It's worked. It's legendary. So uh, talk to us about, um, talk to us about like, you know, the audition for um, The Office. Like when, was that your first acting gig or? My, my first acting gig? Or like one no, of them? No, man. No, God, no. Yeah. Uh, I've been a member of Screen Actors Guild since 1985. Um I've done 50 movies and 50 yeah. guest stars. And yeah, no, I, I've seen, of, uh, I saw you were in Desperate Housewives too and, and Criminal Minds. And um, yeah, you, you were in a lot for sure. But um, was like, was The Office like one of your uh, favorites or one of your first, like, you know, first big ones that you thought you really loved? Or Well, it's the biggest. I mean, uh, I, I've been a cult uh hero before I, I did these horror films called psycho cop which were uh and are still you know uh infamous um but nothing like the office i mean no one uh, involved in this show and steve carell said we'll never do anything that's better or bigger than the office and he knew that you know back in 2010 when he left the show so um or whenever whatever year it was yeah, no. Do you you remember uh, like auditioning for it? Take us through like when oh, you first. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's a great story. I've told it before, but uh, the day of the audition was Halloween, and I didn't even realize it was Halloween. And until I got on the freeway and I started to go there, and I'm like, "What's with all this traffic?" And then I get into Hollywood and I realize I see all these people in costumes roaming around. And it's a little bit like New Orleans on Mardi Gras. It's crazy in, uh, in, for Halloween. And there's no place to park. So now I'm late to the audition. And I'm running. I'm sweating. I get in there. I'm the last guy of the day. They're waiting for me, which is the worst thing in the world. But I nailed the damn thing. And I do it twice. And, and keep in mind, we're in uh, 
the casting director is Allison Jones, who is the premier comedy casting director in LA. So I'm just happy to be in the office, in yeah. her office, regardless of what happens with the audition. Uh, I'm pleased when I leave, and as I walk out, there's these three girls, and they're dressed as angels, right. and they start tapping wands and all this kind of stuff, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is an omen. Well, I don't hear anything uh, for two weeks, and then I get a call. They want to see you for a callback at the at the studio uh, where they shoot or, or, uh, on the soundstage. So um, I went there, and um, there was some, you know, uh, competition. And uh, Phyllis was there. And she Phyllis was a casting director on the series, and she kind of made the call. Um, I was in the room doing a bunch of improv and, you know, stuff that never made the show. But it was, you know, it was, it, was, it was not easy to do because you really have no idea who the character is at this point. I mean, you're right. just kind of winging it. You say, oh, there's Michael Scott, react. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you do with it? <laughs> so the next morning, I was on the set shooting Bob Vance. So, uh, and as they say, the rest is history. Yeah, no, for sure, man. It's it's legendary. So how many other people were auditioning for Bob Vance? Like, was it, you said there was a lot of competition for it, or? Well, at the callback, at the callback there was probably less than 10. I mean, they the callback is the narrowing of the thing, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, it. Typically, uh, typically for a, a part like that, they'll start out. They'll they'll see a hundred people, and they cut it down to ten or five. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, it has the the producers don't want to sit there and look at tape of a hundred actors. They want right. to see three. Right. I mean, they don't have time to look at a hundred actors. That's the casting director's job. So yeah. Yeah. No. What was um? What was so? What was like your friends and family's reaction? when they found out you got the role of Bob Vance? Well, well, it was another TV show. I think, I mean, it was nice that it was recurring. It, you didn't know, I didn't know that till it actually did recur. I mean, they didn't say usually multiple times. Of course, that creates a frustration. People don't understand it. Hey, it's great. But Bob also wants to be in every episode. <laughs> he doesn't only want to do 25 or 30, whatever it was. Yeah. He, he wants to do them all. And he wants to be in the starting lineup, and he wants to be taking the shots, right? So that's uh, my sports metaphor for the day. Yeah, yeah. So how did you um like take us through the typical day of filming, right? Like, was there like days where you would be there all day, and then, uh, you know, then would they say, all right, take like you could take a break? You know, would take us through that. What was your schedule like? Well, uh, typical is, is six to six, six to eight. You know, they, they do 12-hour days typically for, for those. I mean, it takes a week to uh, make the show, you know, to turn in 22 minutes. And um, that's about 40 scripted pages, sometimes 50. Depends. On, I mean, there's a format to the writing of the scripts, right? Yeah. That each page is supposed to represent one minute of mm -hmm. shooting time. So, um, you know, it, it, the pace was always good. I mean, uh, because we had material, I mean, we were cranking out material. It, it comes down to how many pages do you shoot in a day, right? So when I made Dick Dixter, which is the independent film that I produced and wrote yeah. and starred in. I saw that. We I like shooting. it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we'll <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. Here it is for you don't know. I want to start a Dick Dixter uh, frenzy. 
Let's go. Uh, I love it. I saw it. He's the biggest dick in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> by far. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's get it. But no, it I mean, the pace was, uh, when I, and so we would do 15 pages a day on Dixter, one, because we had to, and two, because we could, and we were using three cameras. When I shot Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which, you know, is a, a big budget film with Pee Wee Herman, right. we would shoot two or three pages a day. I mean, the setups take much longer, but everything is more detailed, right? Mm. Um, whereas when you money there's less production value i.e yeah yeah so so you worked with Pee Wee herman too i what, what was he like filming with him? he's like peewee herman literally I mean, he's a good guy yeah i mean it's his persona i mean paul rubens is a is a really nice down-to-earth guy and peewee he turns that on and off i mean you couldn't yeah <laughs> life is peewee herman yeah, I, I just didn't know if he was the same on and off. Yeah, no. Sorry, I think you're breaking up a little bit. Um, but, yeah, so sorry if I keep cutting you off. I don't, don't mean to. Yeah, I just didn't know if Pee Wee Herman was the same on and off camera. Was, you know, do you remember it? No. No, yeah. But, no, he's, he's – Paul Rubens is a completely different guy than Pee Wee. Yeah, really. Like, what, like, so. You hear me? You good? I can. Sweet. All right, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear the question, though. Okay, yeah, I, um, yeah, we, uh, we could just move on from, uh, yeah, I, I did have another question about, uh, about the office. Um, sorry for jumping around so much, but, you know, were, were you surprised about, you know, how much it blew up? Like, of course. Yeah. It's the first time in television history that this has ever happened. I mean, it's a perfect storm uh, of distribution changes, and the show is really the last authentic comedy that's been made uh, that didn't, it, it didn't care about political correctness. You cannot make comedy that's politically correct. I'm sorry. Uh, I may have proved that point in danger, and uh, that's the way comedy has to be. Um, so the fact that, it, the thing that surprised me the most is when we were on television, the first run, our demographic was households of $100,000 plus well-educated households. So our audience was 40 plus, 30, 30 somethings, 40 somethings. Now the fans are 10, 11, 12 years old. <laughs> I mean, we didn't make this show for kids, but kids love it. I right. mean, I, I was out uh, at a screening of Psycho Cop Returns recently, and the director comes up to me and he says, uh, my cousins uh, or my nephews can't believe that I know you, and uh, could you send them some goodies? And I'm like, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, because they're 11, but they know everything about it, and they can't believe that I worked with Bob Vance. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's that's a great that's a great story. So, who are you uh, most tight with on set? Who are who are you close oh, Phyllis. with? Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah, of course. And then, uh, in no particular order, Leslie, David Baker, and Creed, and Ed. I mean, you know, the cast was tight. 
it had to be, you don't get that sense of camaraderie without it. Mm. I mean, there was no, there was no prima donnas. I mean, it, it was one for all, one for all, all for one, good team. I mean, we believed in teamwork. Everybody passed the ball. There were no glory hogs, you know, right. uh, all the things, that, all the things that tear teams apart. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. So do you, um, what was your relationship like with uh, Mike Scott? Tell us about that. Well, I'm a huge fan, first of all. <laughs> um, and good. I mean, li listen, I, I mean, he was always busy working, preparing the next scene, mm -hmm. right? I mean, right. when, when he's making filming, he's got his pages getting it ready because he's, <laughs> he's got to bring the funny. Mm -hmm. And so when you're searching for what's going to be that doesn't stop. That's always turned on, right? So there's no downtime. It's not like it's not like you you're hanging out and he's a set bunny, you know, yeah. <laughs> hanging out at the camera, hanging out at the, <laughs> at the snack table, you know. Um, so you, I was respectful and and gave him his space. The times that we worked together were fantastic, and uh, you know, I think he's a very gifted guy. Yeah. No. So do you still stay in touch with the cast today, or? Well, I live in Studio City, and so a lot of them also live here, and I run into them from time to time at the grocery store. Really? Who, who did you see uh, last time? Most recently, I saw Oscar, so... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't live too far from here. Did, did you guys talk? Did you guys have a quick conversation, or was it just like a, hey... Oh, sure. No, it's always good to see your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I just didn't know. So do you guys, like, do you, like, text, uh, you text David, do you text Phyllis? Um, you I mean, have you? do, sure. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm a, I'm more of a loner. <laughs> hey, man, I like your setup. I, I, I like it. Like, like, let's go, right? You got it. You got to get the office squad in there. You down for that or not? Get a reunion? Uh, well, I know people would love to see that. Um, I don't know. All things are possible. Yeah. No, for sure. For I sure. Mean, Bob Vance is there. Let's go. That's that's all that matters, man. Bob Vance. So, um, you know, something uh, – so I asked some of my friends uh, if they had any questions for you. You know, we're all huge fans. Um so Andrew Gardner wanted to ask, who is the funniest guy on the set, in your opinion? Michael Scott. Mike Scott? Hands down? Of course, Michael Scott. Mike, Mike Scott, you got all the funny. He's, he's yeah. funny. What about, uh, so Angelie wanted to know, the Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, right? Was that scripted or did you make that up, right? Was that improv or? No, 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 no. Everything is scripted on this show. Everything. It's a network show. Every line has to be approved mm. by the network. The writers write it and then submit it to the network for approval. Mm. Um, I had lines that were changed by the network, and you got to do it the way they, they ask you to do it. Obviously, the last word is the creator, Greg Daniels, but the people who wrote the I mean, the only times we, there were improv was when people were trying to make each other laugh. Right. Right. Jim would, but none of the other 
actors are burning lines. You're not burning film. There's no, time is precious. You don't make, you don't change things. They want you to do it exactly the way it's written. Right. So was there like a moment on set where like, where you guys were off camera and like you guys were just dying laughing? Like what's your favorite memory on, on set? Well, yeah, no, there was, uh, uh, in, in an episode called Women's Appreciation, um, I came in to do this little bit and Phyllis had been flashed in the parking lot and then there's this rapid fire exchange around the room and everybody just nailed it. I mean, they were right on the, you know, nobody was fumbling for the line. Everybody was ready to roll. And it was just perfect timing. And also uh, in uh, when Phil, we bid for Phyllis's hug, um, that was very musical. In the, if you watch it now, the rhythm of it, it's perfect. And we knew exactly after that take that we had nailed that one because everybody was just right, right. where they had to be. Yeah. And so uh, it, comedy achieves the musicality in its rhythm. And that was the thing that Jerry Lewis was always concerned with, was finding the rhythm of the comedy. So that's what you're searching for. And so that's why sitcoms typically have a, a, a setup, setup punchline. You know, right. there's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a certain uh, rhythm is the word that I want. Yeah, no, for sure. So uh, we achieved that a lot. And that, again, is the basketball team that knows how to pass the basketball. Right. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you guys, you guys all had the great show, right? You guys all passed the glory, right? I mean, it's all great times. So, hey, um, so my, my friend, uh, Matt Adams, uh, he asked, what is the true value of a hug from Phyllis? I don't think you can put a dollar amount on it. <laughs> it's, there's no uh, sum big enough to really. It's, uh, if you had to put a number, if you had to put it, lay it out there. Whatever I've got. All right, let's go. Whatever's, whatever's in the account. Listen. That was a great moment because Bob beats Michael with the big boy wallet. Here, buddy, here's a thousand dollars up your butt. Yeah. It's, get your- <laughs> That's the thing that Bob is his own man. He doesn't work for anybody. He's got his own company. He can go to the country club when he wants. Nobody tells Bob what to do. Bob was a combat infantry officer in Vietnam, United States Marine Corps, retired. That's a certain guy, right? right. Absolutely. So, you've ever met a combat infantry officer from Vietnam, and I have, I've always been impressed. <laughs> I've, never, I've never walked away from a meeting with a USMC combat infantry officer saying, uh, you want a joke. Right. Those guys are serious. That's, that's a leader. Absolutely. That doesn't, that's not a guy waiting around for somebody to tell him what to do. Right, yeah. You have to make decisions when you're in combat. Right. Hey, you run the show, man. Bob runs the show. You you run it, man. You're you're your own guy. You got you gotta love it, right? Well, I call it doing the mostest with the leastest. Hey, you're killing it, man. Bob Vance. I see the I see the uh, name tag too. Killing it. Um, another question we had was all right. So Sean Bowers wanted to know: Was your character? a good guy or a bad guy? Sure. 
Uh, <laughs> you just asked that. Well, uh, see my previous reply. USMC Combat Infantry Officer. That's a good guy. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Man, that's a good guy. Oh, True love oh, guy. All this uh, speculation about the mob and the Scranton Strangler, and you know, that's all. I mean, the actions speak louder than the words. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Hey, I'm I'm sticking by your side, all right? I'm protecting you, right? I'm I'm protecting the fort. If you hire me for Vance refrigeration, I'll put in some work. I'm ready. Well, we like go getters. Yeah, let's go. That's that's what I like to hear. So, uh, so let's see. Another question we had was, all right, how many times did that? How many takes was that scene where you had to go like the classic Bob Vance, like Vance refrigeration? How many takes was that? Well, it was two takes. The first one, Ryan broke. He cracked up. I mean, that's one of the famous outtakes is, you know, first, I just, look, I was standing there getting ready. And the only thing in my mind was attack, attack these guys, uh, hit them with this big tornado of energy. Right. Are three, three very droll characters. They all underplay it. They're all very languid and all very slow. So I'm coming in like, bang, you know, I'm going to hit them as hard as I can. And, um, so the first take, Ryan cracks up. He, he doesn't make it. And uh, <laughs> I love that. And uh, this, we did it one more time. We did it twice. Yeah, wow. Hey, two takes only? That was a legendary – that's a legendary scene. Well, I was pleased to see recently that it made the top ten office moments of all time. It was number five. So – you know, that's one list. A lot of people got lists out there, but I was pleased to yeah. see it on that list. It's deserving, man. Give, give us the line. You got to give it to us. Let's go. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Let's go. That's what we like to hear, man. That That's perfect. That's what it's about, right? All right. Well, I mean, it ought to be perfect. I've only been saying it for 15 years now. Do you ever get tired of saying that? Like, or no? No. no? Would I? Yeah, because that, that was another question. My friend uh, Owen Hart, he said, how many times do people come up to you and ask you, say that line? Like, how many, do you get that a lot? Like, Well, office fans, of course. Right. I mean, although, um, you know, if I wear the gear out in public, and I, I proudly wear Vance Refrigeration gear. I've got a ton of it, by the way. Yeah. That's one thing I would say. If you go Google Vance Refrigeration and go to the shopping page, you'll see page after page after page of product. Mm. I mean, it's unbelievable yeah. how many. I posted a picture today on my Facebook page of a Vance Refrigeration shower curtain. Okay. Let's these, see. These are, uh, hang on a second. These are Vance Refrigeration socks. <laughs> okay. So. Is it a, is it a, I don't know, there's a lot of product being generated by it. Yeah, no, can I, I need to get some socks. Where can I get those? Online, Google Online? it. Oh, okay, all right. I, I didn't know, where's the dance refrigeration pop-up shop? I gotta, I gotta check that out. Dance refrigeration, shopping. All right, that's it? All right, I'll check it out. Let's go. I'm hyped. I'm here. Hey, 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 
stickers, hats, posters, everything, shirts, hoodies, baby clothes. Can I can I get everything. that sign? Can I get the sign behind you or not? This one? Yeah. Well, this is one of the that's from the show. That's one of the authentic Ooh. Uh, signs that sold at the uh, office uh, prop auction for I think three thousand dollars. Jeez! Wow. So, so do yes, you make me offer, Kevin. <laughs> all right. Hey, all, a hug from Phyllis. All right. How about that? Hey, you give me the sign. Well, a thousand. So you need to come up with some. <laughs> in fact, right. a certified money is fine. Hey, sounds good, man. Sounds good. Wait, so what other stuff is from the show? Any of that other stuff behind you from the show? or? Well, that sign there is the parking lot sign. Uh, I mean, there's cats. And <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it. So, I'm a collector. I like it, man. I like it. Um, another person want to ask, so... During so, how many times did you crack up laughing during Michael's speech at the wedding from Iggy Sports Talk? How many times did I crack up? None. None. That, listen, here's the thing. Uh, here's that's this is the trick to acting to people who want to know. the The point of sitting there, I know everything he's going to say. I've already heard it. We rehearsed it. I know exactly what's coming, when it's coming, how it's coming. But, I mean, he's going to try to change it up a little bit. And I, my job is to hear it as if hearing it for the first time. Every time we do it, I have to hear it for the first time. So that's the, the trick. And nothing he said to, uh, is funny to Bob. Bob doesn't find insults about his new bride funny. You're going to call her easy rider in front of her guests and family and friends? I don't think so. Right. In fact... Give me that microphone. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know, man. I mean, that that's that's funny. So, like, I feel like, like, I feel like I'd just die laughing in the middle. I mean, just doing the scene, you couldn't, like, you never, never just died laughing, like, in the middle. There was no moments that you could think of where you were like, all right, I can't do this. Like, I'm cracking up too much. No, 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 no. My, he's not that funny. At that point, I find him extremely annoying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw him out of the wedding here in about five seconds. <laughs> My whole thing is, I'm trying not to anticipate when I'm coming up out of the chair because right. I'm coming up. Right. Right. I'm gonna get ready to toss him. <laughs> There's nothing funny about it. I mean, I, I just, I still can't work from talking to Bob Nix though. I get, it, I get, it, I get. It. You gotta be, you gotta be serious. You gotta be strict. But I mean, I don't know. It's, it's funny. That was something uh, one of my buddies wanted to ask as well. Uh, friend Kia too. He was the one that asked about how many takes it took. Um, yeah. So what was, so what was, uh, what was like your favorite memory of all time doing the show? Bob Vance. Well. Phyllis's wedding, obviously, uh, we had a screening of Phyllis's wedding at Greg Daniels' house, and the whole cast came to watch the live broadcast of the show. And Phyllis and I are standing on the porch, and who walks up but the great actor-director Harold Ramis? Harold Ramis from Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Ghostbusters. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. <laughs> well, he's a Greg Daniels. He walks up and he says, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. And that's from Harold Ramis. So right away, I'm like, I'm a big, huge fan of this guy, right? Right. So we go in, we're, uh, we're watching the show, and watching the show for the first time, you have no idea what has made it into the show, what's, what the assembly is like. Mm. I mean, we shoot way more than makes it into the show. You know, some of the, some of the funniest, craziest bits don't get in. Right. So uh, when we get to the line where uh, Bob says, if you ever lay a finger on Phyllis, I'll kill you. Well, that killed Harold Ramis. That killed everybody in the room. So that was one of my favorite moments right there. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, man. So, so would you say, um, you know, so you, what was the last conversation you had with Phyllis? I know you said you keep in touch once in a while, but you remember that combo? Well, I was trying to get, I was going to uh, have her do a cameo uh, in Dick Dixter, but we weren't able to work it out. But I did have, um, <clears throat> I did have one of the guys from the office uh, in, uh, in Dick Dixter, That's my new movie, available on Amazon Prime, YouTube, TV, everywhere streaming, Dick Dixter. When did you, when did you make that? Well, I made it four years ago. Because I, I watched the whole thing. I watched it yesterday. I loved it. It was awesome. When you send me the email. It's funny. It's funny. I loved it, yeah. Uh, this is... Uh, Hi, nice to meet you. This is my sister, uh, Shannon. She's a huge fan of The Office. She had a question uh, for you. Yeah, I was wondering, what was your most memorable or most like your favorite episode to film of The Office? Like Anything that really jumps out at you? Well, I love Phyllis's wedding. I mean, it was just, uh, I saw it again the other day for the first time in years, and it's a very poignant episode. The music's wonderful in it. And, you know, that was the episode about Bob and Phyllis. And, yeah. you know, people don't know this, yeah. but my mom's and dad's name is Bob and Phyllis. Really? And so, oh my God, I love that. It's so cute. Yeah. Yes, and so I had a picture of them on their wedding day in my pocket over my tux on my wedding day and I was getting married to Phyllis on national TV. Yeah. And so, you know, that was my first wedding and my family got to see it. I mean, 10 million people saw it or, or 50 million, million. And the, the funny moment was, uh, you know, somebody came up to me, I forget who said it, but they whispered in my, in my ear, they go, when you kiss her, uh, nail her. <laughs> so I really put it on her. I mean, I literally, I kissed her until you know the audience i literally broke into applause 200 people in the audience are just going yeah. you know mm -hmm. went crazy after the kid so then about 30 seconds later uh an ad comes scurrying in and runs up to me and says greg wants to know if you could dial it down just a little bit on the kiss <laughs> i said yeah absolutely mm -hmm. so it was a lot more tender and sweet after that yeah, yeah that's so much fun that's like such an iconic episode too that's so nice yeah, that's uh, Bob Vance, the savage. I also, uh, when uh, we go out to um, Valentine's Day with Jim and Pam, mm -hmm. uh, there was a very funny moment. Uh, we go into the disabled uh, bathroom, and, <clears throat> well, we have sex in there, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and so 
it was very funny because Phyllis and I are in there in the bathroom and the lights are off and uh, there's a sound guy in there with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're going, okay, they're stand- everybody's outside and they're going, okay, make noise. And so they had us make a noise <laughs> for, you know, like a minute, you know, it was way too long. And so I, I told her, you know, like, there's going to be like two seconds of this. You realize they're, they're all just doing this. So we'll, they, we'll be stupid in here making this noise. And so we're in there making all these love making noises. It was pretty funny. I mean, we, yeah. and that was one time really hard not to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that was the time where you you just you guys let loose and you guys died laughing or because you said you got well you were yeah, sure. yeah no that's that's awesome man hey uh Bob Vance the legend man yeah. thank you so much for uh taking the time the another thing I have to ask is uh are you a sports fan you watch sports of course of course what who's your team what's your what team do you watch? Well, I'm a L.A. Lakers man, and I have been my whole life. I, I grew up in West Virginia, where Jerry West is from. And so, you know, I've always wanted to be like Jerry West. I was a basketball player, and now I'm a golfer. So I love golf. I watch a lot of golf. I play a lot of golf. Um, football, you know, I don't really have a team. I guess I watch the Rams from time to time. I mean, because they're the home team, right? Right. Uh, but like, Lakers, Angels. I'm a, a college football. I love West Virginia Mountaineer football. Yeah. One of my cousins played for the national championship uh, team. Well, we didn't win the next. We finished one game short that year, unfortunately. That's cool. No That's game. awesome. Man, Bob Vance was the athlete too. Man, he could he could ball up. He could. He's ready, right? Oh yeah. No, yeah. I was a high fly actor yeah. when I played basketball. I I was a slam dunk artist. Well, wh- why aren't you on the Lakers, man? We gotta get Bob Vance versus uh. Versus Dwight Howard, LeBron James, get the get a big wow. That's a pretty good squad we have this year. Out. Oh yeah, that Anthony yeah. Anthony Davis. I'm a true believer. I didn't realize how good that guy was, and then all of a sudden I've been watching him, and I'm like, wow, this yeah. guy. I mean, he's got all the skills, and he's seven foot. So you know, those guys are <laughs> yeah always the toughest and the seven yeah. footer with skills. He's good. And, he, you know, I'm a Celtics fan, so we thought we thought we were getting Anthony Davis. So then I was like, ah, oh, but, but the Lakers are stacked. Well, no, well, but his contract is up after this year. He's only on a one-year deal, so they True. still have to make a deal with him. Uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm a huge Larry Bird fan. I, I, I love watching Larry Bird tape. <laughs> Tape's one of my favorite guys to watch. He was incredible. When, when, you, when the – I was, you know, I had season seats when Johnson was playing for Showtime Lakers. I mean, it, it was incredible basketball, the best basketball. And I think watching the Jordan documentary really proves how much better the basketball was then. I mean, yeah. you know, when you had Boston, LA, Detroit, and Chicago back to back to back to back, those teams, those four eras. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and those boys – we're doing some hitting in those days. I mean, you know, no layups. I mean, that was a famous, you know, when, when uh, Pat Riley went to New York, I mean, that series with uh, Chicago, they just said no layups. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think of – so did you, you – you watch the MJ doc, documentary? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's terrific. I mean, the uh, footage that they have is amazing. I mean, yeah. all documentaries are about the, about the footage. Yeah. What, what do you got to, what do you got to, to cut? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So they have, they have lots of source material. So uh, amazing amount of access those cameras had. Yeah. What, what do you, what were your thoughts on when the Pistons left, uh, left the Bulls in the finals, just walked off the court? What do you think of that? Oh, I hated, I hated the Pistons. I mean, I never liked that Pistons style of basketball. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I, I respected what they did, but I didn't like it. Mm. Yeah. So I you thought they were dirty. I thought, I thought Lambeer was a dirty player in Mahorn. Yeah. They were dirty. It wasn't that they, you know, that was the thing that drove all the great players nuts was they were cheap. They would take cheap shots. They would knock guys out of the air. I mean, that's the golden rule in basketball is you don't knock anybody out of the air. And and they did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no. So you, you had season tickets to the Lakers, you said? Yes, in 86, I think it was 87 in the forum. And, wow. uh, man, those days, Boston in those days were just epic. So you saw you – you saw Bird and Magic, like you, you, you were at those games, Celtics. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's all. Awesome. Missed a game. That never, awesome. Are you kidding? The Celtics were circled on the calendar. There was only two. They only played each other twice. One in, uh, you know, home and away. So those yeah. two dates were huge. That I mean, those were the, in that era. Bird and Johnson. Those were the biggest. That's bigger than the finals. Yeah, <laughs> that was the fight. Those were wars. Yeah. yeah, those were wars. Those guys were at playoff intensity times, 10. Yeah. I, I mean, they didn't want to lose each other. I mean, they didn't want to lose. Yeah, they were – I mean, I, I wish I was around for that time because, you know, that, that was just unreal. But Ma Magic – oh, well, Magic just left the Lakers, right? Because he used to be, you know, president of operations, right? And then – yeah, not really thrilled about that one, but yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. The team's in good shape. Now. Yeah. Wait. So, what do you think? You think they'll have a season this year, man, or not? Nah? What do you think? Well, uh, they may have some sort of playoff, but I, I don't think, uh, I don't think they're ready to start filling up arenas yet. I, I wish we, I wish we were. I, mean, I this, I don't know about this whole thing. We'll see. Yeah. Did you go to a Lakers game this year? I haven't gone to Staples in a while. It's been a couple of years since I've been down there. Yeah. You know, I, it's uh, it's more fun to watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that, man. I can go fix a, a hot dog. I mean, lots of good things. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you got to you gotta walk into Staples Center with the Vance refrigeration gear. Bob Vance, let the let Staples know who's who's in the building, right? I'm a little more private than that. <laughs> hey, man, I'll, I'll let you go, Rob, but uh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. So yeah. stay in touch and uh, go, go Bob Vance refrigeration, right? Oh, yeah, all day. <laughs> um, Dick Dickster. Dick Dickster. Did, yes, yes. I'll make sure. I'll shout you. Out. I'll I'll shout that out. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell my okay. friends to watch it too because I checked it out. So, we'll we'll we'll. Put well there's a great trailer on YouTube if you want to send him the trailer. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. Too. Right. Feel free to uh. All right. Wild Chat Sports.
Ball, check us out on Wild, Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports, yeah. I will. All right. All right. Peace out. <laughs>